free wings and chips back again. <laughs> when I told you we moved up from the sound effects in that. Come like Charlie Sloth in that. Trust me. Hey, what else you got for me? What do you know, you know about this? Oi, I'll tell it, tell it, tell it like a really good joke. And then do it. Ah, I call it um, knock knock. Who's there? Doctor. Doctor who? I've heard of him. They should have never given us soundboard, bro. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like how many? What, twenty episodes in, and we finally got these effects. I'm living for it. I'm living for it, fam. Right, bro. After last week's debacle of audio, yeah, you know, when people had hit me up, being like, "Did you mum record of a potato?" We're doing the best we can. Can't lie, I thought we did for a sec. No, nah, the audio last time was shocking, but we obviously we've listened, didn't it? Don't let anyone tell you that we don't listen and take notice of what you man are saying. We've come back, we've got HD audio. Trust me. Well, fingers, crossed, fingers crossed, isn't it? We don't know yet, innit? <laughs> Probably, innit? I can't lie, because last week we was recording, I was like, oh, my days, this is so amazing. We're doing it remotely. Mm-hmm. Then I listened to it after, I'm like, <coughs> like uh-huh. really outside. are you breaking social distancing? Like, where were you? Oh, you lied to me, fam. No, no, I'm not saying. But um, yeah, man, like, I feel like two in a week is kind of mad, isn't it? Yeah, trust me. It's all crazy. Yeah, this is the our work rate. This is, it's never been this intense. Consistency. Yeah, 100%, man. But yeah, anyway, have you been finding uh, staying at yard in it? Because obviously, I feel like. Because you're, you're not doing nothing at the moment. So, what are you saying? Because I feel like when you're working from home, it's slightly different, isn't it? Because you actually have like a bit of a, a routine and something to do. Or well, not much of a routine, but kind of. So what have you been saying? I can't lie, like, I keep, I keep myself sane. Like, I have two different pairs of jogging bottoms. I've got that, like, sleeping jogging bottoms, then the old yeah, yeah, yeah. jogging bottoms. So you know when you get dressed for the day, even though I'm not going anywhere, I'll change out of the long deal and put on, yeah, like, Adidas, yeah. and I'm like, okay, boom, ready for the day. You're not bummy, you I hear that still. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not bummy, like, you get me? I don't just walk around, like, <laughs> the Adora tracksuit on at 12 p.m., strictly until 10 a.m. After that, it's... It's, it's not the Sports Direct tracksuit, it's more the JD tracksuit kind of situation. You get me? It's time for business, isn't it? Yeah, you get me. Wake up, rise and grind in that. Bro, I haven't put on jeans in, in like yeah. three, four weeks and I'm living good. I can't lie, I'm never wearing jeans ever again. Why would you ever do that? Do you know how restrictive they are? I'm sure you... Jogging bombs everywhere. Like, why, was I, why was I living like that, fam? You get me? Like, no, bro. I thought like everyone's going to go back to work and they're just going to be like, listen, like, from now on we wear joggers at client site. Bro, that's what I need to tell these, bro. I haven't put on a work shirt since February. I am living good. Well, when I tell you, yeah. <laughs> when, I, yeah. when I tell you, when I get out of here, I'm never missing a moment ever again. What? Bro. Ever again. Two weeks straight, breakfast, lunch, dinner, motives every day. I'm there. What did you say? I'm there. <laughs> Anything. Well, we, 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 Essence, I'm there. I'm there. North West, yeah, I'm there. 100%. Hill, I'm there. Milton Keynes. <laughs> I'm there, fam. Yeah. The thing is, yeah, <laughs> I probably we laugh in it, but I feel like the moment this lockdown ends, yeah, everyone's gonna be out for two weeks, and then everyone's gonna be back at home, and be like, yes, oh, be calling you, bro. What are you saying where you at? But, nah, I'm kind of tired still. Yeah, fam. I'm telling you, know, I'm looking out my window. Yeah, I see people walking past. I'm like, I wonder where they're going. I wonder where he's going. We get out. Get out. Can I come? Bro, talk. Bro. I'm missing it, bro. I feel like by the end. Like <laughs> I ran past yeah, you. I thought you could boy like like four or five men that are about my age. I felt like I was yeah. and I was like, Can I play in my head? <laughs> then we were like working out together or like kicking balls saying and in my head I was like, Can I come? 
I even gave my guy a look like by myself, man. No, bro, come on, man. <laughs> Let me jump on. Oh, I won't miss about, man. I promise. Bro, I feel like times like these, yeah, like, what makes you want to go outside more is, yeah, is when you have poor internet at yard. I can't even lie, yeah. My internet is moving dodge. Like, it's moving just like, it's moving in slow motion, isn't it? So, bro, when I say a Netflix, you're watching a film, like, yes, yeah, this, like, this film's going well, isn't it? You know, you know the moment it hits a suspense moment, yeah. all I hear the buffer thing will start coming on, I'll be like, oh, this is long still. <laughs> Like the other day, I was, for the first time in like six months, I played um, online FIFA in it. Bro, how can it be, yeah? I was in the first, I'll kick it off, yeah? My man was in the 11th minute already, bro. He was two up. <laughs> don't make sense. That is I've been struggling, bro. I can't even watch YouTube video about a buffering in it. And obviously, you know how everyone's at yard in it, which obviously makes it worse because you have like their devices being connected to it, yeah? My internet just can't handle it in it. And every time I call these man, yeah, and be like, yo, you man, like, what, what, what are you saying they're just like yeah yeah like it's just it gets like it's that. just this yeah it gets like that basically essentially like, i guess like that. i've brought up i'm not like, i'm not like, a big piece for this you know they're like yeah and it pay more <laughs> <laughs> i was like listen bro it's game is the game in it i was like you know taking the fucking piss bro but yeah no nah, honestly yeah i can't like, like i've been struggling at yard i've been using my um my my phone to like connect to my ps4 oh it's, it's, it's a madness walking device hotspot thing is it's, it's, bro, it's, it's, it's sticky. It's mad sticky out here, isn't it? And I know, I know, I know. There's gonna be some some leak in the comments being like, "Can't relate to the internet." Man's got the 15 terabyte fiber optic internet <laughs> from Alienware. You man don't know, but this man got a 5G tower in my yard. Then man cut it down, yeah. And boom, I just wanted me to put it up in my yard. Still, you get me? <laughs> man, the man, the bro. It's not even bro. The definite one brother is like, oh, it's not even. It's not even the router, bro. It's your firmware on your. On your PS4 is the problem, in the firmware on your PS4 on your phone. You know, you know that one done that's gonna be like, no. I know for that fact you got Apple. You need to jump on <laughs> what I tell you about Android triple quad core processor. Shut up, man. I don't care. <laughs> what you, uh, bro, the Android, bro, remember that's still about, bro. They'd be like, right, I'm gonna allow it, bro. Well, none of us are getting Androids anymore, bro. I'm gonna cheerleading for companies, yeah. But if the phone's cool, so, uh, the, I don't understand it, fam. I'm gonna retweet in like flipping pictures, yeah, where the Android emoji is eating the apple. It's like, <laughs> do you think you're gonna get a job? Do you think they're gonna hire you if they see this meme? Bro, it's not even that, bro. Android might always have the, the most pointless features to be like, bro, but on my phone, yeah, I can stream movies and I can project them onto the wall. I've, my phone turns into a swift army knife. And on top of that, yeah, my phone, I've got the LED roundabout screen. Do you know about that? the roundabout screen? You don't know about them things. The screen's all the way around the phone. I don't need these things, bro. <laughs> That's it. You know, my guy's like, oh, listen, you know the thing, yeah? You know you know you got Apple, yeah? But more time, yeah? What if you want to watch that in, yeah? But then your mum wants to watch that in on the same screen and ultimately <laughs> it also acts as a ruler and you need to measure something because you're putting up a shelf, yeah? The Android has this new function from Google Play 679 and what it does, it's like, I didn't ask. Bro, like these, uh, I'm honestly, yeah, bro. A couple of boys are like this, isn't it? I'm thinking, bro, all I want to do on my phone, yeah, is just I want to open some apps and make some calls in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to watch a three-hour movie on my phone, bro. Like, I've got TV at you, I don't know. Like, I'm good. You know the man there, the same people that have games on their phone still? Yeah. Oh, bro, that's, that's, that's what pisses me off. Like, on my phone, yeah, I can play FIFA 20. What about you, in it? Bro, I've got a PS4 in it. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to play Legend of Zelda, Wind Waker on their phone. <laughs> A little guy, little guy, the other day said to me, Yeah, do you know there's Google have made some um, gaming device in it? I don't know if it's out yet, but it's called Google something in it. 
But my brother was like, I've got a Google phone here. So when the device comes out, I can get the controller and I can use my phone as a screen. But I said, like, haven't you got a TV? Like, yeah, I've got a TV, but yeah. just in case. Yeah. Just in case. Yes, I can do quad core with a tablet, get the multi-screen, and I can also watch Match of the Day while doing it. Can you do that? Can you do that? No, you can't, can you? Exactly. Okay, bro. I could just go BBC One in. I don't need this. There's a direct correlation between men like that and people that come with 5G conspiracy theories. Direct. 100%. 100%. 100%. I'm Mandem who are black air forces. <laughs> and boot cars. And boot cars. No, it's a boot cars more, to be honest. Let me take the air forces back in it. It's more the boot cars. The man would be like, oh, it's twisted that your jeans are a bit tight there, you know. What are you saying? You even breathe. Be like, hey, listen, can your arteries breathe in that? But what, I swear that your jeans have got a hole in it. You think you, what, what do you think this is? They, they bumped you still. <laughs> when I was there, <laughs> If they were, if you, if they see any like camel print, they're like, hey, bo- hey boss, I didn't even see you there. <laughs> I didn't even see you there. Ah, <laughs> oh, bro, did you know, every time I think about that, yeah, that reminds me of um, you know the meme, the Levi jeans. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> like karate trousers. Always, them man got the most to say, bro. I'm old school, innit? I'm old school. <laughs> I've listened to this new young fuck in it. All I listen to is the old, old school I stuff. Know, I someone put on DMX. <laughs> no, you don't know. Two pack in it. Someone put the old two pack in it. I'm trying to go to Cuba and see my guy. You know, conversation. He's alive, you know. Definitely alive. <laughs> uh, what's the young funk all about? I don't listen to. That. I don't listen to that. You don't listen to real hip hop. I put on the game. Have <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you noticed that? You know the game's music is uh, him shouting out other rappers. Ah, uh, bro, the game is honestly he is the corniest rapper, bro. When's not even that yet? Man is just a crackhead, isn't it? Man is, how old is he? Like 47. And I'm just like, bro, you need to... Re-. I remember when, um, when obviously, when Nipsey passed away, innit? he was he was moving mad. I think he was like, you got a Nipsey tattoo. He was like, we need to put gang ties aside. I was like, bro, you weren't involved in this. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> You're doing a lot right now. This guy did. <laughs> but man put out this track on who was it? I think, was it Kanye West? I think it was. I don't even know who it was. On, on Kanye, he was like, yeah, you know, back in the day, yeah, I used to have Kim Kardashian on iMessage. <laughs> would you say about, would you say about that big man? How about your Yeezys? Come get us like it. <laughs> Bro, like you're, you're a father. You're a big man. <laughs> iMessage. We used to have on iMessage. We used to text. I can, I've got the screenshots, you know. Big man thing. I used to send a meme on Instagram, you know. Send me, just... send me two X's. Two X's and love her. What are you saying? <laughs> Wait, man. Is that your girl? You know what I was in this track here? He put those two X's as the cover art. Is that your girl? Why are you asking me if, I have, if I'm eating today? <laughs> the kid. <laughs> bro, is that, is that 10 years ago? The year, but still, it still counts in it. You don't know about this. I swear they weren't iMessage 10 years ago. It's like, no, listen. Don't watch that, innit? Don't watch that. Nah, bro. The, the game is always the corniest rapper of all time, bro. Nah, man. I think, man, I think it's awful. Happy. Who? Logic. Nah, I think the game's... You know what it is, yeah? Logic... The game's worse because... He was actually good at one point, innit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, logic has always been just a bit dreadful, innit? Yeah. Well, I still remember, I'm not even to throw it back in it, I still remember when we were in uni and there was there was serious discussions where man would be like, Yo, you know what, yeah, you know logic, the new one, innit? It's better than Drake, innit? And Kendrick put together. What are you saying about that? And you want to know why that is, yeah? So I'll tell you what that is. Abdi, I'll tell you what that is, you know? Why, why, why? You know, if you were to take the amount of words in 60 seconds, yeah? And extrapolate that per minute, yeah? 
what you do is you divide it by five. On the, and then, on the XY graph, isn't it? On the X axis, isn't it? And then what you do is you format it, yeah? And when you mm. the graph, ultimately it's more words per minute and more syllables and multi-syllabic rhymes than uh, like Kendrick and Drake. So therefore, rapper of the year. <laughs> But you know what it was, yeah, bro, like, you laughing at it, but man was genuinely just like, we just, man, start from what bottom, bro? Man didn't start from the bottom. I bro, tell Kendrick to give his aunt's van back, bro. She's been calling him best. Trust me, cuz. Give back the van, bro. She's been belling you time. This guy told me to go to the library, yeah? I thought I was meeting him for a revision session. I came, and he had printouts of the graph. Slideshow. Slideshow. <laughs> so this exact here, yeah, is exactly why J. Cole and Logic put together is better <laughs> than anything ever put out. And it's I man, I honor honor not to honor Jason yet, but Kendrick is a dickhead about. He should give him the van back, bro. That's his only putting best, bro. Yeah, like yo, your dad really needs his food. I uh, was it was it his mom's auntie? Was it a mom in it? It was his mom. It was mom. Bro, she's like Kendrick. I know you give me the fourteen voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> I swear by like the last song. He was like, just bring my van back. Please, bro, just come back. Please. <laughs> But she started off bare like, I know you're hanging out that she needs to stop hanging out with her in it. By the end, she was just like, please, man, just please come home. Listen <laughs> to the song. Like, yeah, boss. Oh, it's a three hour drive, yeah. It was a bit of traffic. I took a left turn, then a right turn, then a right, then a left. But now I'm half an hour away. And then when I get to her house, yeah, I swear down her dad better not be there, you know. My uncle, my dad needs to get his insulin today. But I took the van because I wanted to link this girl. And it's like, nah, but can you, uh, no, I've yeah. concluded Ken's a different brother. You know, you know, sing about me, sing about me, I'm dying of thirst. Yeah. It's about his fan, bro. Then I need the groceries. <laughs> I'm the groceries, bro. It's been two weeks. <laughs> oh, put in the block. <laughs> then I did, then I was using him for his van, bro. Out of peer pressure, bro. They didn't want to hang out with him. <laughs> I just deeped it. Uh, Kendrick, bro, I, you, give the van back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, bro, he's uh, shout out Kendrick, that's my guy. Come on, put. I was in the presentation, you know. The one he showed me, he switched to the next slide. He was like, "You see, logic, yeah." He never took his mom's van, and ultimately, when he's a good John, is at the, the feet of your mom. So therefore, what you need to understand is logic is better than Kendrick because that because of that reason. Nah, bro, bro, that honestly, yeah, I still remember that day, bro. I was, I was sitting in lecture theatre, yeah, and I was perplexed. Man said, yeah, so obviously Man's Under Pressure album, he made it under the pressure. And what does pressure make? Diamonds. Diamonds. Which is a- I thought Diamond, bro. What do you think about that? He's the next J. Cole. You get me? But I, something I don't get, yeah, how comes, yeah, people who like logic, yeah, not all of them in it, but majority of them also like, yeah, J. Cole's good as well, you know? And you talk about Ken- but Kendrick, nah, he's dead. He's dead. Nah, he's kind of boring, isn't it? Why has he got all them funny voices, though? Why has he got all the lyrics and the hip-hops? Logic is half white, half black. He's both in it. He can see it from both sides. <laughs> it got two different perspectives, just like my Android phone. It's all coming together. <laughs> nah, bro. And there's a bro. And on top of that, yeah, the ultimate team is the one, bro. The ultimate. I know team. Chucking the ultimate team on top, yeah. I know. The FIFA ultimate team football knowledge. You might then be like, oh yeah, so yeah, this season's not going well for Chelsea at the moment, isn't it? Obviously, like we got, oh, we're losing a lot of games. Oh, so Cahill, Cahill's getting old. Do you know what we need to do here? We need to. So Cahill for good Bali, yeah. And then we go into the middle and you've got Lampard, he's aging. Take him out, yeah, and bring in Iniesta. And then you look up top here. Yeah? Iniesta will have good chemistry with Messi. So you bring Messi in on the right wing. Yeah. And up top, Cavani, because obviously Cavani's a gunman. Everyone knows that. Cavani's a shooter. Yeah, Cavani up top in it. What about Costa? 
Now Costa's got poor chemistry in it. So you put Cavani up top. And then you need pace on the left in it. So you move Hazard in as a left wing back. Do you know what I'm saying? So you have, as a left winger, you can have the brother from Porto. The black you, who's quick. He's fast, isn't he? You put him on the wing, he's quick. So you put him L1 triangle, done. Yeah. <laughs> you know what my mama telling me? Uh, you know what you should do, yeah? You know, more time, Arsenal, yeah? They need to sign Nedemanua. I'm like, what? Why? I swear they got flipping Kashoni. He's like quite decent. He's like, no, but Kashoni, he's not pacey. And you should get Nedemanua. He stops the balls getting in behind. Pace and power. Pace and power. I'm telling you, fam. You know what I'm saying? They were like, oh, you know Messi, yeah? He's coming to the prem. No, like, well, why? Like, no, you know, get, you know his girl, yeah? Someone, my boy, who works in the Ministry of Defence, whose friend was was making the giant lasagna for coronavirus, yeah? Uh, the Wembley Stadium one, yeah. He was at the airport, yeah? And he saw Messi's girlfriend with a Spanish to English dictionary. Why, why is she learning that? Why? It's coming off. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Big conspiracy. <laughs> Shout out, Hustle. Big conspiracy. He's on time there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But now, nah, honestly, like, shout out, shout out to them. Like, you know what it is? Yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, you need characters in life, in it. Hundred percent. You need optimists. You need you need people like that. And obviously, like that, this was before with their football Twitter, innit? If this, if that man was still about now, yeah, but that man would be fifty k followers minimum, viral. Hundred and ten percent. With the with the thingy with the avi of uh, what's his name, Mika Richards. Hundred percent. Oh. Mika Richards. You see, be better in it. Then Urzel, and the reason is because he's strong, so therefore he'll keep the ball. But oh, this guy's lazy, Urzel, bro. He doesn't even run. You to drop him. Passes sideways. Nah, 100, but now nah, what I'm. But <laughs> do you know what it is, yeah? Like, I feel like we, we said we were going to talk less about football, innit? We just did a 15 minute <laughs> dissection of FIFA Ultimate Team Mandem. Shit, man. It gets like that. <laughs> it gets like that, innit? It gets like that. But now nah, I can't lie to you, yeah. Ultimately, is what is in it, and shout out them, man. I got love, love that. But um, I can't lie to you, man. This whole working from home thing is getting a bit mad, you know. Do you know how normally, yeah, there's a bit more. You try to have a bit of a routine in it, and people are like, you need to try to be healthy. You know, try to wake up, try to wake up at seven, not just before you start work, bro. I roll out of bed at eight fifty-nine, turn on my laptop, and go get breakfast. That way, on time. <laughs> I'm on it now. You man, I'm online. Yeah, trust me. So, do you know you're you, you know how you have like you put on TV shows in the background, and it just to like. For ambiance and that, innit? Mm. So you're not going to go crazy. So I've been just doing like, putting random TV shows on, yeah? So I, I finished Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like, I think last year, six months ago, whenever it finished, and I what finished it. So, so I was like, you know, let me just rewatch it because there's light things to watch, yeah? Bro, all I know is, is, is fed propaganda, bro. I didn't even deep it till now. I'm just, I'm just seeing it, yeah? And I'm just like, <laughs> doing a whole thing, yeah, to make the feds look like cuddly, friendly jokers, innit? Yeah, I can't lie, yeah? I had this exact same thought pattern when I watched it. But you probably get into it all. Season one, episode one, you're like, look at this Fed. Look at this Fed. Look at this Fed. By season seven, yeah, they're chasing yeah. some random you around the block. And you're like, get him, yeah. get him, get him. <laughs> Give him 30. They probably get on. Apparently, yeah. Do you know how they they use the NYPD name? I didn't even know that I Googled this year. So I, I didn't even fact check in it because obviously facts don't matter. But I started realizing, yeah, that apparently the NYPD had like. um. They had involvement with it, like with with the show being produced and shit, and they were basically like um, happy with it because they needed to like. Um, I think after like there was that spate of like you know, remember like a few years ago when there was all those um, police officers were being caught on camera like killing killing innocent black people, yeah, yeah, and minorities. They were like, yeah, we need like a PR thing. We need to look better, and they were like 
Brooklyn Nine Nine came forward and like, can we use like the actual NYPD name and stuff? And they were like, yeah, sure, why not? In it, swear. Yeah, so it's all a bit mad. Oh my days, that's crazy, man! I can't lie. A hundred. Is that actually is that actually real? Yeah, hundred. That's what I, I don't know if it's real now. I saw it on the um on the internet. Yeah. I didn't fact check it, so who knows? <laughs> I'm going with it. It sounds it sounds realistic, isn't it? I hear that, man. I can't lie. Yeah, it's a good show, but like, it, like they're too nice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you see, there's, like, only, there's only one character that kind of makes it. To be honest, yeah, like you know, you see like Jake or whoever. Um, he's got uh, like Gina, a gun. Gina, the best character in the show. I think, yeah, Which yeah. one? Gina. Gina? That's her name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, But she's not even a fed, so that's probably why, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's not down with it. That's what I'm saying. If, if your favourite character is not a fed, the propaganda didn't really work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but like, you know what's very unrealistic about it is, yeah? You know Jake, flipping Amy, whoever else, they're chasing people mm. through the streets, yeah? yeah? Guns in their hands, like yeah. straps. They're chasing people for like ten minute car chase, this chase, that chase. And you're telling me you just kept these gun down? That's not what happened. <laughs> That's how you know it's straight propaganda because you were chasing this way, this way, that way, and all of a sudden the policeman is like, "No, I refuse to use the gun unless the." Do you know what I mean? It's just man, it's silly, man. Whoa, the the lights dim. Man, I to the camera saying, "Ask police officers." We never use force that's more than excessive unless necessary. <laughs> Man looks into the camera straight away and he was like, I'm a public defender and I want to fight institutional racism. Blue lives matter. <laughs> Am I trying to confuse you, fam? Oh, bro, I still remember the blue lives matter thing. People were like, yeah, obviously blue lives matter. I'm just like, bro, there's no, are they talking about Smurfs? I'm a bit confused for a second. You know? I was like, what? Are they on about Smurfs? Who are they on about the blue? Bro, these men are trying to get onto anyone apart from take responsibility in it in the government. You see, you see how they were getting onto the footballers the other day? Oh my days. Don't even get me started, fam. Don't get me started because I'll get pissed off. Why don't you explain it? Just saying, just in case people that are listening don't really know what's going on, explain the whole situation. Yeah, so um, Matt, our um, health secretary the other Matt. day, was, yeah, man like Matt. Um, he was asked, they were got, they basically, he was just given a briefing in it, the daily briefing. And then one of the, one of the uh, reporters was just like, I'll use reporters in quotation marks in it. Cause it's not really real journalism. He was just like, yo, um, what are you saying? Uh, what about the footballers and um, who are not willing to take a, basically not willing to take a, a pay cut. And then he was like, no, they should all take pay cuts. Um, they should, like, they should all donate to the NHS, blah, blah, blah. So basically he was saying they should all take a pay cut because they get too much money. Obviously conveniently ignoring all his mates who are, like millionaires and billionaires and people that government are involved with <laughs> who have honestly like just like millions in the offshore accounts and just basically just ignoring anyone who who is associated with with himself showing a complete lack of self-awareness and clearly obviously there was outrage because everyone just the press jumped on it and everyone was just like yeah obviously footballers earn so much they just take a pay cut and it all kind of spiraled out of control and footballers obviously responded and were just like we're not going to take a pay cut until we know where our money's going, essentially, which is fair enough, isn't it? Like, you don't know where your money's going. And um, they basically end up doing their own thing. And that's where we're at today. Yeah. Can't lie. So much to dissect, them. Firstly, <laughs> Tories, like, I don't... I've lost all hope. They keep polling more and more and more and more and, like, higher and higher and higher and higher, despite, yeah. you know, so many shambolic performances with so many different things. But let's not even get into that. In terms of this whole footballer thing, yeah, like, 
it's an absolute shambles, it. And you got to ask yourself, why is it that he'll say this about footballers, but he won't say this about the CEOs of football clubs? Or he won't say this about Jacob Rees-Mogg, shares in a company that what's happening. He won't say this about hedge fund managers. He won't say it about uh, Mike Ashley, Richard Branson, Alan Sugar. He won't say it about the people that are keeping the ASOS factories open and not giving their staff proper equipment. Um, he won't say this about any factory workers. He won't say this about people that profit. He won't say this about landlords and agents that are still charging rent to people that literally cannot work or pay their rent. He'll say it about footballers. Why is that? Because it's, easy, it's easier to because they're working class. <laughs> it's so much easier just to just to poke and say it's them man on the old problem, isn't it? Because majority of footballers are working class and they're an easy scapegoat. Whenever there's anything going on in the media, like I remember a few years ago, there was it, the whole NHS pay scandal, which obviously the majority of Tories voted against giving nurses a pay rise. Immediately, the media spun it like, "Oh, look, how, how, like essentially just saying like um, footballers get paid this much. How can they get paid this much when nurses don't get paid um, enough for all their shifts?" When it was like, what kind of false equivalence is that? Like, no one's asked the yeah. footballers, like, be like, oh, do you might want to get this much, yeah? Like, n- footballers getting whatever they get a week doesn't take anything out of the NHS pocket. Well, these men directly voting against funding for the NHS does take stuff out of the NHS pocket. And when they vote against, um, like, higher taxation on the rich, which would include footballers as well, but would... Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, you know, you don't want to get the money then, innit? Because it, like, genuinely, I think football and probably sport in general, maybe music, actually not really music, football is probably the only sport, or like, sports are the only form of like, more making money, where you're not like, given an advantage because you're middle class, you're actually the complete opposite. Like, oof, like pretty much every single footballer that plays for England, bar maybe one or two, is from a working class background. It's the only flipping profession which is disproportionately working class. The only one which is disproportionately black because obviously like um, black people make up 5% of this country. They obviously make Mm. up a much higher percentage of the Premier League and the English national team. So the only like moneyed profession really is disproportionately black disproportionately working class disproportionately plc like is the one that they come after whereas the one where people are getting rich off of being rich before or their parents being rich or yeah. just money making money aka um like ceos company like company men uh investment bankers who are obviously much more disproportionately from like a middle class background they're not getting anything and in terms of like society and what it has to offer like yeah. obviously no one's saying that footballers are out here saving lives they're good at a game like they're good at a fun game and that's all it is it's, oh, yeah. like at the end of the day football is not as much as i love the game and you love the game football is not important in it like in the grand scheme of things it's literally not no, it's not it's a fun yeah. game and the money they make they get from fans people that spend money on the game and that's it they don't take money out anywhere else and i mean and then they end up being quite rich Whereas, like, investment bankers, like, CEOs, like, big capitalists and stuff, loads and loads of the money they make comes directly, like, in a, an opposition to workers getting their fair dues, innit? Like, mm-hmm. Mike actually owns a football club. He also owns Sports Direct. The money he makes from Sports Direct 
every single extra penny he earns is yeah. taken away from sports direct workers that aren't on the living wage that don't get um like benefits sick pay holiday pay that are on zero hour mm-hmm. contracts that get mm-hmm. like absolute shit every single penny mike ashley earns the extra on top of it comes from the extra that they don't earn mm-hmm. whereas let's just continue the same thing mike ashley owns newcastle yeah so he earns his money in illegitimate ways whereas Jolington the striker that plays up top for them the money from doesn't come out of the sports directs accounts it doesn't come out of the tea ladies accounts it's just the money he makes as a footballer and you can say they earn too much let's be honest footballers probably do earn too much like in comparison to other people in society but why is it that you can call out one set of people they're being funded by billionaires they're being funded the whole football like most football teams at this stage in the Premier League are vanity projects for billionaires, in it? If we're keeping 100, like none of them are fan-owned. It's literally all just a bunch of rich billionaires who just want to flaunt their money and like just, sh- just, just show off, essentially. Like it's just a hobby for these billionaires, really. And these billionaires prop up these football clubs. Because I was reading an article the other day in The Athletic where they were saying that essentially the most football clubs spend like something ridiculous, like 65% or 75% of their turnover on wages, which is obviously like unsustainable, isn't it? Because the majority of their money comes from tv money so obviously the reason why they're in such a rush to get things going again slightly to go off point is because they have the tv money companies are like well, we're not going to pay you because there's nothing for us to show so we're making losses and the football clubs are like well we need this money otherwise we genuinely cannot survive so it's not as if like this has always been the case that like, the billionaires of course it's by coming in and spending billions and propping up this almost like balloon economy that, that can't survive on its own yeah now these footballers didn't ask to be paid 200 300k a week it started happening when the tv rights started going up and up and up and start going from like a few years ago it was actually like in the 90s a couple million and now it's like we're talking like billions of pounds yeah it's true man and it's like even in terms of like calling out the issues that exist you're calling out the wrong people like when certain clubs um don't make it clear that they're going to pay their staff or uh I'm, I'm saying certain clubs in Liverpool, Liverpool Football Club. Um, yeah. Not about any of the others, but Liverpool were the most high-profile one. They U-turned on it now, so now they are going to pay them. Uh, but at first, they furloughed their staff, meaning that the money that they were being paid was going to go well, come from the government, basically. And they were only going to get 80% of their wages. This is a club that is easily one of the richest in the world. Probably, no, but even that, though. I, I, don't think, I don't think the reason why Liverpool fans people were shocked was because of the fact that they were rich. It was the fact that the whole ethos of Liverpool is we're a community club. Like you never walk alone. Like we care about we care about people. Yeah. Like, we're more than a club. Like the same as Barcelona, Liverpool are in that realm of like we are bigger than a football club. Like we're a community. Yeah, but the thing is, like the thing that I kind of want to lead into, which mm. isn't completely related to like coronavirus, but I still think is like forms part of like why football clubs aren't where they should be right now is that the responsibility is not there. Because like you said, they're a billionaire's plaything. Liverpool aren't paying their staff properly right now. Well, I mean, they are now, but for a while, uh, that decision only got overturned because of fan pressure, by the way, by the group Spirit of Shankly, like a supporters group. Supporters made it happen. They lobbied the club. Um, But when Liverpool decided, or when Liverpool, when the owners of Liverpool Football Club, sorry, because the fans are quite sound, um, normally, generally, uh, when the owners decided that they didn't want to pay these staff members, it was billionaire owners that live in America, that are from America, that have nothing to do with the community whatsoever, 
just to them, it was just a number on a piece of paper. They're not invested in these communities. They're not invested in these people. So why would they even think about like fulfilling their responsibilities to them? And it's just because football clubs aren't actually the community assets they're supposed to be. Like you said, they're billionaires play things, whether the billionaires are from um, like oil, America, companies. Russia, India, wherever they're yeah, from, like, um, Qatar, um, UAE, wherever they're play things for those and they're not community projects. And you have like certain fans that when Liverpool made that decision, were using it to like bash them. They were like, oh, look what you're doing. Yeah. But yeah. those Liverpool fans don't get a say at all into how, how their club is run. If they did, you could definitely bash them and be like, look what your club's doing. But right now, clubs aren't, you know, owned by fans. They're not being held accountable by fans. They're not yeah. community assets whatsoever. And the sooner we start thinking about football clubs as community assets that belong to the community, the sooner people in East London and like Essex even, because a lot of fans are there, own a stake in West Ham. The sooner it belongs to the people, the sooner Liverpool's in the hands of the people of Liverpool, the sooner Bristol Rovers is in the hands of, is in the hands of Bristol Rovers supporters, that's when like, they're going to care about their staff, when they're community assets. We need to stop thinking about football clubs and just accepting that the fact that they're being held by, you know, like rich people that don't really care about the community whatsoever. Because you do yeah. have that in some cases. Like in England, there's a lot of like non-league clubs, for example, that are owned specifically by the people. And the staff at those clubs are treated much nicer. Even fully like clubs that are in the league, like Portsmouth, that had a lot of yeah. trouble, now are fully fan-owned. And ask the fans right now if things are better now or better then. They're a lot better now. In Germany... The thing is, I feel like... like not yeah, not to cut you off the fan-owned thing, but I feel like it's just, it's difficult though in this day and age where football clubs have just become like, like just like pet projects for billionaires because it's, even if you had a fan-owned club that like you wouldn't, wouldn't be able to compete with the, the elite, the Premier League. I think it works better down the lower levels, isn't it? But once you get to the Premier League, it just doesn't work. And I know that people always come with the same arguments when it comes to like billionaires and for, in football clubs in general, they'll just be like, oh, it's a business and they have to mitigate their losses. So obviously, yeah, like I get the fact that Fenway Sports Group that own Liverpool make most of their money from life events in it. They make all their money from life sporting events. And if there's no sporting events, they have no income. Cool. Like, but surely as a business, you should be, you should like, you should have a contingency plan in place. Like you shouldn't be spending more than your means anyway, like in general. And secondly, I feel like that's not and boring and dishonest about the argument that billionaires have earned it, they should keep it, or that they're being punished for success. Like it's not punishment to give back a significant portion of the wealth in it to those who are responsible for generating it. And considering they have such an inconceivable amount of money as well on it. And I don't know, like, I feel like it's just an ethical thing to do. And I feel like sidestepping that consistently isn't like, oh, they've earned it. They, sh they should be allowed to do whatever they want. Um, but yeah, but there's people who have helped them significantly earn <laughs> vast sums of money they have. So I don't think it's crazy to start criticizing the owners of Liverpool for for literally taking out taking a government grant that's that's that was put in place for clubs that are not club of businesses that are significantly like who are going to be struggling, like people who will be business owners who won't be able to pay their bills because they won't have business. Yeah, it's true. And it's like, all that comes down to is the lack of accountability and the fact that there's this culture of assuming that people or billionaires or millionaires even um, earn their wealth. The idea that like people, someone can be self-made, like mm. no one is completely self-made in it. Like if you own a business with so many different workers and you're a billionaire or you're getting a lot richer 
whilst um, people that work for you are getting a lot poorer, do you not see that the two are linked? The two go hand in hand. It's not like uh, someone's rich while someone's poor. It's someone's rich because someone's poor. And it's the same with this idea that like when people make it, they're like, I'm fully self. You're, like, you're not self-made, isn't it? Like no one can, no one completely exists in a vacuum where everything they do themselves, like that kind of weird individualism just does not exist. And like just pretend it does is a bit dishonest. A hundred. Yes, sir. A hundred. <laughs> Where'd you find that one? I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. <laughs> Your timing is immaculate, son. <laughs> I want to say one more, one more. Go I'm on. focused, man. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, yeah, but um, nah, like a hundred though. But I feel like I don't know, man. Like I feel like, especially in these difficult times, and it's important to take note of the businesses and the individuals, individuals who are clearly just in it for themselves and do not care for the well-being of their workers. And we should keep that momentum and keep that in mind going forward, isn't it? Because there's, there's a lot of businesses that are doing a lot of good as well. But there's a lot that are clearly just ridiculously selfish. And you can see that all they honestly care about is the owner's bottom line. Yeah, 100%. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Yes. It gets like that. Shout out Virgin Media. Dead Wi-Fi. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> But um, yeah, man, um, episode, what number are we on? Should we start again, innit? I think 17, 18, I don't know what it is, innit? It's uh, an episode, it's a number, innit? Episode, it's an episode, quarantine episode two. I can't lie, it's a remake. Quarantine episode two. Yeah, it's a, it's a little thing, innit? New universe, because new but, universe, the old characters don't exist. <laughs> MCU thing. But um, yeah, now, nah, obviously this is episode two. Come back again next week. Yeah. One love, innit? One love, have a holiday.